days of buying victories with free agents and hoping that spending big money and throwing big money out at big names is a thing of the past. All right, well, here's what I'll tell you. We are going to be ready to go come day one. As far as our season goes, we're going to be better than last year. Nobody picked us in 05. Nobody picked us to get in in 2008. We're looking to get back into the playoffs, and hopefully, you know, maybe we can get in this year. I don't know. I think it might be a little bit closer just because 49ers played Seattle last week and they beat them. Hopefully they just play with themselves, just yeah, run the ball. Don't do, don't show any trick, too many trick plays, save them for the playoffs. And, yeah, hopefully stay injury-free and get out there get out there with W. As a player, I want Redbirds fans to really remember me by my positivity and my hard work and dedication. That's how I want people to remember me as someone that influences others and does not focus on herself. I will talk to anybody, and I just make everybody around me better. That's the question is whether or not he really is going to be the franchise quarterback that they believe he will be. Coming into the season, I didn't know much about him. Didn't know that he was going to be the lights-out three-point shooter that he was. And that's really elevating the Redbird offense to that next level, that level they need to be at to potentially get into the NCAA tournament. I just think what the Cubs need to do is is live up to their potential. You know, there's a lot of guys with a ton of talent on that team, and that's why they won the World Series in 2016. The only way the Cubs are going to live up to their expectations would be go out, win the division, get to the postseason, and win the World Series because they expect to do it. And I think uh, Cubs fans should hold them to a higher standard than what they used to. I'm not saying you have to win the World Series every year, but uh, I think the bar has been raised, and that's made it really fun to be a Cubs fan in Chicago. Hey, everybody. Marcus Grant from NFL Fantasy Live on the NFL Network. Hey, what's going on? This is Mark Grody, the official Chicago Bears sideline reporter from 670 to score, and ISU Redbird alum. Hey everyone, it's Luke Stuckmeyer. Hey Redbirds, it's Leah Johnson. This is Mark Shanowski. Now time. Now time. Now time. It's now time for your fifth quarter sports talk. It's Will's fifth quarter special. And here's your host, Will Farlow. Welcome into the 41st episode of a sports podcast that captures everything you want to know as the buzzer sounds at the end of any sports game. It's Will Farlow here with you late tonight on December 10th, 2019, welcoming listeners to a emergency special edition of Will's fifth quarter special. I'm your host here for the special White Sox trade talk edition of the fifth quarter sports talk where it's the MLB winter meetings and the first deal made in Chicago baseball just took place tonight. Ironically it's the same time as another report came out that will change baseball for the next decade or so in terms of pitching as contract history was just made to the Garrett Cole, former Houston Astro, as he signs a deal with the New York Yankees for nine years, $324 million. But the big deal here for the White Sox at the same time this deal takes place for Garrett Cole is the Chicago White Sox have acquired left-handed hitting right fielder Nomar Mazzara, 24-year-old from Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, also known as Big Chill, is being traded to the Chicago White Sox for single-A center fielder Steele Walker, who heads to the Texas Rangers. So the White Sox, the first move of the winter meetings for them after previously acquiring Asmani Grandal on a four-year deal and bringing back Jose Abreu for the next three or four years, they strike big at the winter meetings late tonight as on day two, they acquire a young, long-term right fielder. As we always know, Rick Hahn likes a right field a player not just any right fielder, but a player that 
is for the long term and not short term. And he truly came through on his promise once again tonight as he brings in a player 24 years old, a left-handed bat you need in that lineup to pair with Yasmani Grandal and Moncada, both switch hitters, as well as Lurie Garcia. You can pair those also into an outfield that will be right-handed Luis Robert and another great righty in Eloy Jimenez. So a very exciting outfield picture now we could see if you're a Chicago White Sox fan. So we're going to talk about Nomar Mazzara, what he brings to the table, and how he already knows one of his teammates from a play they had against each other back when he played for the Texas Rangers against the White Sox. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And we have a special guest appearance on short notice, but he was happy enough to do an interview with us tonight for this special episode 41. It's Tom Pappas, a good friend of mine and to the show, Will's Fifth Quarter Special, former WZND uh, traffic assistant director and uh, a very big Chicago White Sox fan that is very excited about this team's future and especially this trade. So I spoke with Tom Pappas, not just about, we talked, I spoke with Tom Pappas tonight about Nomar Mazzara, how the trade affects the White Sox in a good way, the outfield as a whole moving forward, and what the Sox can now do after the Garrett Cole deal um, in the starting pitching market, whether it be trade or free agency, and what relievers they might target, maybe possibly a Josh Hader deal with the Milwaukee Brewers. So here is the interview with Tom Pappas. So Tom Pappas we're talking to you late at night on a Tuesday here in December. It's a little chilly this time of year, but it's a hot stove moment tonight for the Chicago White Sox. So welcome to this emergency special episode 41 White Sox edition of Will Smith Core Special Men. Your first time on with us. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, Will. Yeah, well, we had to bring in the best Sox fan we could at this point in time because there is a big trade announcement that was just made about five or ten minutes ago. The Chicago White Sox were reportedly rumored to be interested in Texas Ranger outfielder, left-handed right fielder Nomar Mazzara, and they were competing with the Diamondbacks, the Cardinals, the Marlins were said to be interested as well. And it looked like Rick Hahn made his first trade of the offseason, a uh, move that adds with the addition previously this offseason of the Osmani Grundahl and Jose Abreu. Nomar Mazar will be joining Eloy and what should be Luis Robert in center field to the Chicago White Sox. In return, the White Sox will be trading Steele Walker, former second-round pick who was picked in the same draft two years ago as first-round pick Nick Madrigal out of Oregon State. So Steel Walker is headed to the Texas Rangers in a swap. So, Tom, just give us your opening thoughts on hearing a trade like that. You know, they were talking about with the White Sox, Nick Castellanos, Marcelo Zuna, and the whole Dominican rumor thing a few days ago. But the White Sox make a trade for a right fielder already like this tonight. All of a sudden, what do you think about it, man? What are your opening thoughts about Nomar Mazzara, the new White Sox right fielder? I don't hate it. Like, they're going after the position that they need to fill. This whole year, we've had Eloy in left, and then in center field or in right field, it's been Cordell, it's been Adam Engel, it's been Charlie Tilson. So hopefully, uh, Mazzara can bring some consistency and good production to the lineup. You know, 
He's a left-handed hitter. We got a, light, a lot of right-handed hitters on the lineup, so it's good to throw in another lefty in there. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I know we were talking about up there. Uh, you were mentioning some of the lefties and switch hitters the Sox have now in Louis Garcia, who could still be a fourth outfielder for the White Sox when Robert comes up, joining Eloy now new White Sox, Nomar Mazzara. Then you also have Zach Collins, a good lefty. Uh, new catcher, Yasmani Grandal, that's also a switch hitter. So they could even bring in more lefties. You know, sky's kind of the limit right now for this White Sox team. They could bring in some more depth on the bench or even bring in another outfielder like we've seen teams do before um, to play pitchers differently. But I think it's just exciting for the White Sox because a lot of fans will never forget this, also in baseball, because it just happened the same night Garrett Cole got a record contract with the New York Yankees. But, Tom, a big trade for the White Sox, but – just taking a look at Nomar Mazzara, I'm sure you can agree one thing the White Sox were worried about looking at the right fielders in free agency was the defense. So now that they have this covered defensively, offensively, the guy can play. Just taking a look at the stats, 19 home runs, 66 RBIs, four stolen bases, and 429 half-bats with 268 batting average, a very respectable 318 on base. So this kid's got some speed. He can play, hit both contact and power. And if you haven't seen his glove yet, Tom, he could feel pretty good. But i got to ask you a question. You know our boy Ronaldo Lopez on the south side, correct? Yeah. Did you remember a game against Texas in Texas where Nomar hit a second deck right field bomber off his now new teammate, Ronaldo Lopez? I think I was watching. Was that the game that uh, Zach Collins does his first game? That's correct. So Nomar Mazzara looks like he'll have a new teammate already to talk to, Ronaldo Lopez. We'll be talking about that play. Uh, so I, oh, it's pretty exciting that that happened. Didn't he hit two that game? Because he just bombed those. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, just hearing some of those stats about Nomar Mazzara, what are your thoughts about what he can bring to the White Sox next season? And not just that, but the long term. Well, I want to see uh, consistency. You've seen it like they say like Tim Anderson had a great year. They're like, but then like the credits will say, well, he fell off like at a certain point. I want to see like consistency, like up until the all-star break and then continue that into the all-star break. Cause my goal for this year for the White Sox is we got to move guys up and then we got to make the playoffs. This is the year we got to push for the playoffs playoff run right now. This is the year yeah, that think- like we've been saying this whole time is 2020. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And I think the next thing we have to get to, uh, while I have you on here tonight, Tom, is we know the big elephant in the room now is still the starting pitching. And we didn't talk about it here on the podcast just yet, but just to recap for the Wills Fifth Quarter Special fans, about a week ago the White Sox were lost in the contention in the sweepstakes for Zach Wheeler, former New York Mets pitcher, as he signed a five-year, $118 million deal with the Philadelphia Phillies. But the White Sox were, of course, reported that be the highest bidder. But let's hope that proves well as now that Garrett Cole's off the market, Steven Strasburg, both getting record deals for their respective teams. Steven Strasburg resigned to the Nationals. Garrett Cole now a New York Yankee in the Bronx for the next decade or so. Tom, there's still some good pitchers available. Dallas Keuchel's a name I really like. Madison Baumgartner especially, two pitchers with World Series experience with their uh, prospective teams in the past with their careers. But there's always Hung Jin Ryu, but I think he's going to probably stick around with the Dodgers um, just because they were in the market for Garrett Cole, and he is now going to New York, like we just mentioned. So 
hearing some of those pitching names, who do you see the White Sox being able to get, either, even if it's during the winter meetings, maybe they make a trade? It's going to be interesting what happens after a trade like this um, for the Southsiders because now that the Dodgers and Angels can get Cole, Sox are going to have a lot of competition for those starting pitchers. Yeah, I think Bumgarner would be in the ballpark of getting him because, you know, we were like in talks with getting Garrett Cole, but there's no way where the White Sox are dissing out $320 million for nine years to Garrett Cole. You know, it's sad that not everyone has the money that the Yankees have, but this is how the league goes. The Yankees got all the money, but I think Bumgarner would be a good addition. In addition to Kopech coming back, in his first full year, I believe, and then Lopez continuing, hopefully Giolito continuing like his dominance from last year. So we'll see. So would you say you have a Baumgartner as your main pick of those second-tier starters to go to the White Sox? I would say him, yeah. Okay, now I'm just to update the listeners as well while we have you here tonight also, Tom, the White Sox are one of many teams interested in former – Washington National, Craig Stammen, a good reliever in uh, Major League Baseball, but there's also Blake Treen in available in free agency. He was non-tendered recently by the Oakland Athletics. Still a lot of relievers available by trade as well. I mean, they're talking about Josh Hader, a lefty that could be dealt. But the White Sox already have a pretty solid bullpen. you got Aaron Bummer. you got Alex Colomay, who you want to keep under team control for a few more years. you got Jace Fry, another good lefty. Nick Birdie depending on what he does at spring training. He's healthy now. He might be able to come up. Evan Marshall is another name. But I'm seeing what's available in the bullpen options, free agency, and trade for the White Sox. Who do you see them adding after a deal like this? Let's say they go and get a Madison Baumgartner, hypothetically, after getting Mazzara. Maybe another starter to go in the fifth spot, like a Tanner Rohrer for another third-tier pitcher available. Who do you see them adding to the bullpen that would really help this team as we hope to in 2020, maybe make the playoffs at least a wild card spot. We're in need of like relievers and closers. Do you like a Josh Hader in a White Sox uniform with the Brewers? I wouldn't mind it. Wouldn't mind it at all. Get some more Brewers guys. How you think that would work? I mean, because White Sox traded relievers to the Brewers, maybe we could turn it around this time and take one of theirs. Yeah, it all depends on who we're giving up because. The team's like almost in like a perfect shape of how I want it, and I don't want to lose any big pieces to get to get a good reliever from the Brewers. Yeah, no, I, I'm sure Rick Hahn and Rick Renteria and Kenny Williams agree with just what you said, Tom. So we want to thank you for your uh, time to, this late at night uh, to join us on your first appearance of Will Smith Quarter Special. Hopefully we have you on talking White Sox Street deadline in the future and that playoff run in 2020. So thanks for coming on the show tonight, Tom, and uh, – Go White Sox. We got a White Sox First of many. Thanks for having me, Will. So that was some great insight by former WZND assistant traffic director Tom Pappas. And this is a big deal for the White Sox, guys. It's an exciting one, and it's a move I agree. Um, I know Tom and I both give our takes, but I'm going to give it a little bit of an extended one here. It's a player I really hoped the White Sox were going to target. You know, you think about the Nicholas Castellanos's, you think about Marcel Zuna, Jack Peterson trade possibility, players that are out there. But the White Sox got their guy. And yes, a lot of fans are saying, hey, that was Yasmani Grandal. 
It's also Nomar Zara, and there'll be another guy they want to get that they can try for. The White Sox are finally finding the success through trades and free agency that they deserve after going through a tough three-year rebuild, seeing the progression of their players this past year. They can now add that to Nomar Mazar joining a, probably what will be one of the best outfields in the American League in the next four or five years, in my opinion, through the development of Luis Robert and Ivo Jimenez. Nomar Mazar, another young player to add to those three, probably another good fourth outfielder will come along pretty soon. I think they should target a good veteran for that role because Luis Garcia could play infield. You can move him there in place of Yomar Sanchez. This White Sox team's on the rise, and I think the AL Central is going to be wide open. I think it'll be a good grudge match between the Twins and the White Sox again coming up in 2020 and moving forward. But a big move for the Chicago White Sox. We here at Will's Fifth Quarter Special also want to welcome Nomar Mazzara officially to Chicago and uh, the Windy City. And uh, we're glad to have you come here to Chicago and uh, we hope you do good for the White Sox. So we're going to have the segment everyone loves and enjoys. It's Will's Sports Movie Moment. We all, we all have our favorite moments, not just in the sports we watch, but in our own favorite sports movies. This segment gives myself, my guest host, and our listeners at home a chance to pick their favorite moment from their favorite sports movie, comparing it to modern-day sports. Listeners can now hop onto the podcast Facebook and Twitter page and post their own sports movie moment favorite. So mine tonight has got to be Moneyball. I think with Brad Pitt, it's a real good classic baseball movie based on the true story of Billy Bean, GM for the Oakland Athletics. Team wasn't doing too well, so he found a way to redo it and rebuild it, kind of comparing to what the Chicago White Sox did the last three years. It's going to be the scene at the trade deadline. He targeted a reliever earlier on that year uh, from a uh, former GM of Cleveland, uh, Bench P- Mark Shapiro, at the time in 2002, and he wanted Ricardo Rincon, a really good reliever from Cleveland, but he couldn't afford it, so he had to do some wheeling and dealing. Worked really hard to get the guy he wanted, and he got Ricardo Rincon for his team. Of course, they had that magical... 20 game win streak that made history of course they were eliminated and we know history from 2002 and this compares to the Chicago White Sox because Rick Hahn tried for Nomar Mazar around the trade deadline not too long ago to make a deal from Texas but he gets his guy at the winter meetings day two late tonight and it's also interesting to know that Chuck Garfine of NBC Sports Chicago, one of their best respected analysts, reporters for the Chicago White Sox, also mentioned that while they were over by Rick Hahn when he was talking to the media during his allotted media time this evening, he bumped into the GM of uh, Noah Armazar's now former team, the Texas Rangers, John Daniels. So that was kind of interesting to hear that while the Sox were trying to get Noah Armazar as well in the rumors. So. Uh, I think that movie moment segment really compares to how uh, GMs, no matter what player it is, they do their best to get that player, not just for the team's success moving forward, but a city. Because a team in baseball, like football and basketball like, but especially baseball historically, that team's connected to a city. And the White Sox have that in, on 35th and Shields. And now they just added a really good player to their future that we can see hit many home runs at guaranteed right field and hopefully bring the White Sox to further into contention with all the great players they'll have at the organization moving forward. So if you haven't seen Moneyball, hopefully you have. There's also a book connect that is based on a book as well 
uh, definitely check it out. Uh, actually, it's one of my favorite Brad Pitt movies too. I know he does a lot of movies, but Billy playing Billy Bean was a very good job in his part. So if you haven't seen Moneyball, go ahead and check it out. So that is all the time we have in episode 41 of Will's fifth quarter special. Tune in next time as we will cover all things MLB offseason for the Chicago Cubs and the Chicago White Sox. A little recap of the winter meetings. Talk about the Chicago Bulls. Talk about the Chicago Bears and their attempts to get after the redemption so far the second half of the season. Whether or not they can get in the playoffs, we'll talk about that. And all things college sports. We want to thank former WZND assistant traffic director and diehard White Sox fan Tom Pappas for taking this time on short notice to speak with us about this special edition and trade talk of the Chicago White Sox. Tom, we appreciate your time on the show. Hope to have you on again soon. When the fourth quarter buzzer sounds, turn to us for your fifth quarter sports talk. I'm your host, Will Faro, along with Tom Pappas, saying so long from Will's fifth quarter special. To continue to hear your fifth quarter sports talk, you can check out all of Will's fifth quarter specials. Go to WilliamDFarlow.com. Get on in, join the sports conversation, share any opinions or thoughts on all things sports. Head to the Twitter page at William D. Farlow. The fifth quarter. The fifth quarter. Fifth quarter. Never stops here on Will's fifth quarter special.